0: Hey, guys, real quick break. Wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. The cool thing is it's actually for free, which you can use right from your phone, your computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll also distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard everywhere from Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Quick shout out guys to our sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic, they're in Coeur d'Alene, they're in Spokane Valley. Dr. Craig Anglesey, I've known this dude for 30 plus years. He's an amazing family man, awesome chiropractor, will get you feeling great, go check him out. I also want to give a shout out to The Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Look, listening to this show is like sitting around a campfire with your best friends. The talk is real, the humor is natural, and personal growth is sparked by authenticity. Go check him out. The Reds Podcast: Life Unfiltered. John, you're a five-time number one international bestseller. You're the CEO of Evolve Systems Group. Tons more. Thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Great to be here, mate. Thanks. I like to go back on my shows and kind of get the real you. What was childhood like for you? Where did you grow up, man?
1: Um, I had a pretty interesting childhood because I lived in a, a like a railway siding with like three people. Wow. So. Right, okay. and I, I did school of the air, um, which basically meant was that you do remote remote school. You don't ever go to a school. Okay, and so, and I was like a year ahead, so I finally had to go to school one when, when I was like grade ten or something, and I was actually a year ahead, so I'd done everything. So it was quite cool. Yeah. but I was I used to just go out wander around the bush and you know catch snakes or lizards <laughs> or all sorts of stuff when I was a kid. Right, so I had a really good childhood. Yeah, but um, it's sort of like what happened was it came to a grinding halt with my when my father came to the um to the other house, we lived in two houses, came to a house and said, well, if you're not out by this afternoon, I'm gonna shoot you. So um, we decided to leave, <laughs> um, as you do, right? <laughs> yeah. And we were on the run from him for like two years, I was 13, I was on the run from him for about two years. So, um, oh gosh. and I actually ended up living down the road from him, I didn't even know that. I was in, you know, I lived, moved to a town, a city, and he was living in a retirement village, I just drive past the retirement village every day, um, until I found out that he died, and that was the day that I actually realized he was actually there. So is that bizarre, right? So oh um, yeah, so it was kind of an interesting. Child, I joined the bank when I was fifteen. So I join a bank, and it was my first job, first interview, first job. Um, and so, so I had a hundred percent success rate in employment interviews. Yeah. And, and so yeah, I worked for them for ten years, learned all these systems and stuff. And so it was kind of like by the time I was twenty five, twenty seven, the computer industry sort of went off, and you know, computers started coming out and and I sort of got into that, so we end up selling so accounting software. We're the second second largest accounting provider of, of uh, in in the world at one point there. Okay. Um, and so, like a very interesting like I must I think every ten years I get sick of something and do something new. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, because yeah. so we grew up in the bush, you you get more self reliant. You get more self dependent. You know, you have to look after yourself. You have to do don't do stupid things. You know, yeah. you know, you're gonna fall over, break your leg when you're walking around the bush. Well, then you're doomed, right? Yeah. When you're on yeah. your own. And so it was kind of like, you know, that scenario where, so it helps in business, I think. Oh, that's one thing that I look back on. The bank gave me systems that most businesses don't follow. Yeah. And the bush gave me, you know, resilience and, and smarts, street smarts, if you like. Right. So, yeah, so a very interesting childhood. <laughs> you know, I even run my own little um, businesses. I had chook businesses it's in my books. I to talk about my chook businesses when I was, like, 10. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. What a
0: cool story. Thanks for sharing sure, mm-hmm. that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. a book about that whole story. Cause that's, um, yeah, that's interesting. There's a lot of little things in between. All that.
0: Right. Wow. Mm. Well, one of the books you wrote is called five stages of entrepreneurial success. And a lot of the listeners of my show yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, one of the, <laughs> what are those five stages and what do potential entrepreneurs expect to get out of the book from you?
1: Well, when I sat down and sort of thought, to think about the book and what's what I would write a book about. And literally I wrote this book in two weeks. Okay. Um, it's a two hundred and twenty page book because the, everything I had was in my, either in my head or on paper and stuff I'd done for clients over the years. So basically, i have been through thousands of businesses from accounting software to marketing. So I'd seen all angles, and what I realised was that it was kind of like five stages. We sort of wanted to sort of give a success path. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know if you can see that very clear in the picture there, but on the back of yeah. the book, there's like a little these little men that we drew. Okay. Um, which I think took longer to do than the book. <laughs> it's driving me insane, those pictures. But so basically the idea was, well, okay, what do you, you start with as a founder? So you're looking at, your, that's a fun bit, right? That's the bit you're looking around thinking what I'm going to do. It's all fresh and new. You come up with this great idea. Um, and so that's kind of the level what you should be thinking, what you should be thinking about then, what you should be looking at. So these are stages that people, they should come back to sometimes as well. So it's like you don't just go, oh, you've got past that. So founder level was like you are know, getting started and then you had Explorer to figure out what you're gonna do, how you're gonna do it, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then there was um Organize, and that's getting everything organized, you know, open bank accounts and you know, setting up websites, stuff like that. Then investor, investing in your business in time and money. And then eventually we're called Time Master. Gotcha. So everybody wants to be the Time Master, right? So that's an automated business. So it was written, it wasn't written for a bricks and mortar business so much. It's written for an online like a, like a podcast taster or an online content creator or something like that, someone who's selling something online Yeah. Um, and, and what stages they should have gone through and the basic business principles of all that. And so whenever I talk to someone, I go, did you really think about your customer at the start? No, you didn't, didn't you? Because right. what you've done is you've actually just jumped on it and great idea, let's go with it. Somebody the other day said, I want to start a dating app. And I said, Why the hell would you want to do that? <laughs> well, that's nuts. Like, have you thought about that? No. Have you thought about this? No. So I, you just come up with this great idea. We call it, you know, if you ever read the book called The E Myth, it's yeah. called You Have an Entrepreneurial Seizure. Okay. So what happens is you actually just, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And then you don't actually go check on anything. Right? You just right. assume that the customer is going to be there. You just assume that people will buy from you. And, and that's the problem I see is that lack of planning strategy at the start. Same when we do books for clients. We have a strategy call with them nine times out of 10. I spoke to someone yesterday, done this book, not really making any sales. or looking at something and see why. You didn't think about it at the start. Yeah. You actually wrote this book on vanity and then try to make it logical by trying to sell it that way, right? So, you get, so that, that strategy is kind of the bit that people miss out on. Yeah, and, and really figuring out who your customer is is the one that you know they don't don't typically do because they, they don't think they know.
0: That was me when I started mm-hmm. my company in 2012. That was totally me. I was just wanted to get in, and I had an idea and didn't think it about the customer at all. I just thought I'm oh, the <laughs> t-shirt thing, you know. And yeah, it yeah. was, <laughs> and, and you know, it was strange. Over the years, I had ups and downs of excitement, and at one point, I even so, tried to sell my business. And then I realized, oh no, I'm going to start this podcasting, and here we are today. But uh,
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, It's funny how it works, but I think it comes full circle. You learn through like I've been through a lot of business. I think failing is the best thing ever. Yeah. And so you learn not what to do. So nowadays when someone says to me, I've got a great business idea, the first question I ask is who's your customer? How much can you charge them? And can you make a profit out of this? They go, Oh no, I was just thinking about, So hang on a minute, (laughs) you know, the (laughs) basics, right? And that I think that's a danger in, in today's businesses is that it's so easy to start a business when before it was hard you had to have a bricks and mortar you had to have all these licenses you know it was much much tougher yeah now yeah. you can basically just start i mean i could start a business tomorrow you know sure and, and away you go and i think the danger then is it's too easy yeah. um, um if you get married you get a marriage license when you get business you get a business license but all this is a piece of paper so you got you know you got that name that's it right? you don't right. learn anything yeah
0: yeah <laughs> One of your other books is about a book publishing secrets. A lot of folks, yeah. you know, wanting to put those books out. Uh, if someone reads that book, what are they going to get out of that? <laughs> Just Just go the, the
1: finger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically, what we did is, um, part of the problem with that book was um, we had another book called "Everything You Know About Marketing Is Wrong." Yeah. And and that was the other one there. So we got to probably don't pick that one up. Yeah. And and so um, we were getting a lot of book clients, and we thought we should write a book about how to write a book. Right, because we don't and so we started there um and that's what you call a wrapping a business around a book right and and the thing was that what i did is i actually thought well i'm going to write this book is if i'm doing the work for the client so i'm actually giving everything so we wrote everything that we do for a client that we charge quite a lot of money for by the way um except one thing is how we get a bestseller so we tell them how to get to a point where they can write a best-selling book um and position themselves for it but then it's on them to try and get that achievement because that's something we charge quite a lot for. So we were actually the whole process, but guess what we did? We start with design. So we actually had five stages again. Mm-hmm. So what i realized in when I write books is have a success path, All right, that's, that dawned on me after going to some course, doing some course stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is that if you tell the client where they're going, where they are, then they can get a bit of an idea. So say you've, you haven't written a book at all. You have no idea what to write about. You start with design stage. If you've got to write the book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, you go back to design stage (laughs) because what's happened is you probably made mistakes. So the idea is that you pick where you are in the scheme of things and go backwards and check whether you're okay, and then you go forwards. And so we wrote in a five-step process to actually show them how to publish a book. We talk a little bit about how to write a book, but it's really about how to actually – Write a, a non fiction book and actually make it worthwhile for your business. And that's the bit that I see. And all these mistakes, I see when people come to me and say, Look, I can't, wrote this book, can't sell it. It's not working for me. I, you know, I sold the dream, but it didn't work. It's because they didn't think about it properly at the start. They really didn't understand who they were writing for. The one yesterday said to me, oh, I wrote this book designed because she was, was a heart attack survivor okay. and, and her, how she went through it all. And she wrote a book about that. And when she went to the publisher, the publisher convinced her to go, go broad. So she went for a self-help book rather than a book focused on heart attack. Yeah. Because, oh, that'd be hard. Because to them, it was harder for them to sell. They wanted to go broad, right? I said, you should have gone deep, not broad. Right. And you write a book for one person. When we talk to people, we say we write a book for one person, not video, just the one person, the best customer. Mm. And so all that kind of advice and all those mistakes that we've done in the last three or four years, I've been involved about 1,500 books. Wow. And so, you know, like you look at it and go, well, you know, I can see the mistakes mile off right so sure. <laughs> they can't see it it's too yeah. bright right yeah because they love writing the book right that's the thing i think the biggest problem it's like business you write a book it's your baby you get emotionally attached to it you get very protective um you won't listen to anybody else and your well-meaning friends all tell you it's either really good or really bad whichever they are right, right. You get a very fuzzy picture of what you're supposed to be doing so that was just like stage it's a process yeah but because you've never done it before you don't know how to get there. Like it's like a map, right? You, if you've never been somewhere before, you don't have a map, and so right. that's kind of what we wanted to do. And so we added bonuses to it as well. Okay. So, th- strictly speaking, for like twenty bucks, you could publish your own book. Oh, um, wow.
0: which okay.
1: We would literally um, probably charge fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, you've done a lot of businesses. You kind of touched base on this earlier, but what's a major failure that you had, and
1: how did you get through that? Um, I think. The failure in some respects is, is recognizing when something's not working and, and decide to get out of it, not to stick in and pick headed. Yeah. Um, I, I was in a business, the sage business that we were in the accounting software. we got a kind of, it was a, I could write a book about that. We, we got attacked by our own supplier. So we had wow. seven, we call it the seven year war. So we went through the seven years of war and I look back at it and it gave me, it gave me um, bowel cancer. I'm sure of it. Oh my like I got bowel cancer at the end of that thing. And so what happened was I dug in too much. I got pigheaded about it, but we got in survival mode. So we're making decisions in fear. And when I look back at it now, I could see an easy way that I could unwrap that thing up in about two years or less and got out of it. But I stuck it out thinking <laughs> it's going to get better. It's going to, get, it's like a gambler, right? You, you go and you put some more money in it. You think it's going to get better. But the cold hard reality was that I was doomed. He said to me one day, it's like holding back the tide. Right, and if I'd realised that, I would have saved myself five years' worth of stress and anxiety and all that sort of stuff if I hadn't dug in. And so it's very hard to know, right? And some people say, "Oh, I stuck with this thing," and now it's Uber or it's PayPal or something, right? Yeah, but I tell you, sometimes you just got to, you know, do the gambler. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) wanna hold them, we're not wanna fold them.
0: Right, absolutely. Uh, Do you think anyone could be an entrepreneur?
1: I don't think so. No. Yeah. Because I think some people aren't built for it. Right, I think I think entrepreneurs are born, not made.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, and I think you can learn to be one and you can do the work, but most people i found that, that should have never been an entrepreneur are the ones that keep on saying, I should, I'll, I'll go and get a job if it doesn't work. As soon as they say that to me, I go, okay, you're not an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because yeah. I've gone through this quite a few times. I'll go and get like just a fratting. Yourself. I think I'll go and get a job if I've had enough of this. No, nah, I can earn more in a day than I can earn in a month in a job. I'm sure. not doing it. And right. I think that's right. the trick. Actually, in my book, we've got a, a thing. Should you start a business? And it's a questionnaire. Yeah. You and ask all these questions. It's like, you know, like, you know, my, in my suit, you're like the old you know, magazine thing where, you know, are you suitable with your partner thing? right? right. <laughs> and, and so we do that kind of question and, yeah. and it's kind of designed to kind of give you an idea and you rank the score at the end. And so whether you really should even go into business, and I think right. if you don't have a risk uh, level that you feel that you can take risks and you can live with them so you don't wake up stressed, And all that sort of stuff. I mean, all the years of that seven-year thing, I still slept like a baby. Like I never woke up in the middle of the night in a cold, hard sweat, thinking I got to get, I got to do something. I always slept like a baby because I knew what I was doing, the risk I could handle. Yeah, I think that's the problem. If you can't handle the risk, if you can't handle heat, get out of the kitchen, right? Right. But I see so many small businesses destroy themselves because they should have never done it. They aren't built for it, and they put themselves under so much pressure. And then when they fail, they then Basically, they'll never touch it again. I'm not doing a small business again. I'm doing this again because I failed. And so failure is the other thing. If they can't handle failure, then again, it's, it's the one that should get, you know, you should be, you say, great, I want failure. I want things to fail. Because yeah. when you fail, you learn so much more than success.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What projects are you working on right now?
1: Um, so we, out of all of this, right, what came out of it with authors and, and also the business book, which we originally wrote for purpose. So that original book was written before we did this project. Okay. And so what I normally do is I write a book about what I'm going to do. All right. So I want to try and write a book a year. That's why we've got five books. Nice. Um, and so the new pro it's a platform. So we looked at a scenario where a content creator or a podcaster like you, or someone that's, um, trying to get into business online is a very big daunting task. How do you grow, How do you get subscribers in? How do you get your podcast pages up? How do you, you know, all those techie stuff, right? Yeah. And then you've got to be able to, to promote it and do all that sort of stuff. So we wrote a platform called the It's famous magazine.
0: Right. Nice
1: um, camera. And so what the idea was to, to really be able to do in two weeks what it would take you two years. That's the goal. Gotcha. And, and the idea is that you can be up and running in a few hours and then you can start selling stuff and doing all the things you need to do following the book. So I basically wrote a book about it knowing in my head pretty much the way I wanted the software to look yeah. and then we started developing it. Okay. And so we wanted to try and make this piece of software almost you could do within a few hours, a few days, what normally would take a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of knowledge and a lot of techie people running around and all that kind of thing. Cause I see a lot of in, like I've been in the software game a long time, Somehow I ended up in back in it cause I quite like it <laughs> <That's> and <true. laughs> just realized that after. Um, and so what happened was I thought, well, we've got to make it a business system. So all the ones out there in the marketplace are all individually solving problems. So they might solve a problem. You, you know, you might look at WordPress or something. It's solving a blog and website problem. But then you add e-commerce to it and it becomes a mess. Well, you know what I mean? Like, so all these individual solutions are great, but what they don't do is they don't give you a business system an end to end system. Right. So and we want to do is, Hey, create a podcast. Oh, you want to add a product? No worries. Do you, want to, you want to charge people money? I know where do that. You want an affiliate program do that. You know, I want to build this. I want to add another site. Yeah, do that. And though, those things do allow you to, not because I know what's going to happen next. So after doing all these websites for people and set up business and stuff, I know what they're going to ask next. Mm. And so we need to be just ahead of them. You know, it's like the you know, Catch Me, the Can movie where the guy was pretending to be someone else. Yeah. He asked the real guy once, how did you manage to pretend to be a college professor? And he said, well, I was just one um, lesson plan ahead of everyone else. Right. Right? right. And so, you know, he didn't have to learn. You know what I mean? yeah. And so I think it's what we're going to do. It's got to be one, one module ahead of everyone else. Right. Um, as what they're going to want to do next. So that's kind of my passion product net project. Cause I wanted to, I really, it really annoys me when I talk to someone, I spoke to someone yesterday, thousands and thousands of dollars spent, thousands of dollars spent on doing all these stuff. The gurus told them, but you know what the reality was, they should have just done one little thing, got Thanks. that done properly and then grew it but as soon as they tried to grow all the software didn't work for them oh, right so yeah. it's yeah so we, we i think is in my head and my heart it's a hundred million dollar company one day but yeah. basically we just want to kind of being very careful who we take on because we obviously make sure we fulfill requirements sure but um we're not that expensive there's no more expense than building a website yeah. but you walk away with a business system a way to oh. actually make money right yeah and that's the goal. Mm.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I want to do a transition to just a couple fun questions here before we end. Mm. I've got these things. They're called pod decks and it right. really helped me out and they are just random, awesome
1: questions. Oh, so you don't have they're... to say ask the same question every week.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So I've got about a hundred, hundred different choices here. So let's see what I can pull out. Hopefully it's not a No fun. worries.
1: I'm scared now.
0: <laughs> oh, this is a pretty fun one. What happened on your worst date?
1: Worst date. I got a bit too friendly too early, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. She never spoke to me again.
0: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a music guy, so I always love to ask this question. What's a favorite music type for you or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Oh,
1: God. I kind of like everything. Um, yeah. I kind of like grabbing. I, I, rock is probably my best one. Like I, I grew up in the 90s when there was a lot of rock and stuff around, so I think probably some sort of rock music you know it's, it's like meatloaf i went and saw him once like meatloaf kind of I really love meatloaf yeah the, the guys he had a heart attack and everything like the guys and was bad shape he's got better now but he he basically you know like he i had a lot of respect for him and it kind of grew up with him you know what i mean so that kind of music yeah um with a bit of, you know something with a bit of um a bit of a story to it and a bit of bit of emotion to it i think that's the problem with a lot of songs nowadays it's kind of like just manufactured from right. my opinion like you don't you know don't get that really you know deep stuff you know
0: yeah uh, last question for you. What's your go-to cheat meal or, or sweet tooth item that you have to go get?
1: Good question. So sweet. I don't want apple pie, man. <laughs> I think yeah. it's probably that. <laughs> pretty Pretty good. Yeah. I don't want apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
0: Uh, John, it's such an honor to have you on my show today. Thank you so much for taking time. This is so much fun. I'm excited for what you got rolling out. And I think the app's going to be just absolutely killer for anybody looking to start a business and, and really just get going with it. So thank you for taking
1: the time and sharing your story. Cool. Thanks for we being such a great host. Really, really great fun. When someone's a great What's host. What's
0: going on, guys? Thank you so much for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. If you could go and share this everywhere you can, leave us a review, leave us a rating. We would really appreciate it. That helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show, and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the Bearded Biz and the Top Rated MMA Show. Thank you again. Have an awesome day.